everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where everything that I've been able to do and make in advance of Thanksgiving, I've done. The only thing left to do is actually buy a turkey. Good morning, folks, and thanks for listening. I am Miriam L. Wallach, General Manager here at the Nahum Siegel Network and the voice and face of Breaking Bread on Instagram. You can find me here every Thursday right after Allison and right before Nahum's live lunch. Here's a little bit of a live lunch preview. Nahum has a laundry list of things to discuss, as do I. Mine includes a New York Times rant and a Thanksgiving get a grip conversation. So don't miss it because, as I've joked before, it is sure to be labor dick. That is, <laughs> that's guaranteed. We're going to do the fortune cookie, but first I want to do, well, somebody moved my fortune cookies, so I'm going to have to wait on that. Boy, you walk out of here for five minutes. Let's do the national holidays. Today is Educator for a Day. It is Thursday of American Education Week. Yes, we celebrate America we celebrate educators here for an entire week in the United States. And today is Educator for a Day. I guess that's the day where kids become principals for a day and this for a day. That's today. It's also the Great American Smokeout. Yes, that's always the third Thursday of November. If you haven't quit and you need help, there are resources out there, that is for sure. Married to a Scorpio Support Day. Yeah, the only reason I find this funny is because I'm married to a Scorpio. I don't need any support. I feel fine, and thank God we're good, but nevertheless, I get it. Also, it's Mickey Mouse Day. Yay! Somehow or another, it didn't bring me to Disney today, though I think I've decided for sure that once um, that I'm only going back to Disney World once they get rid of the masks again. I think that they reinstated masks a number of months ago. I was there um, last, I, I was there a little while ago, post-COVID or in the middle of COVID, however way you want to put it. And literally a week later, they put, they uh, instituted masks back again at the park. So until there are no masks at the park, I am not going back. It's also National Apple Cider Day, which is only particularly exciting because I plan on using apple cider in the next challah recipe that I'm test driving. Hopefully that'll be done today. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. And it'll be up on Breaking Bread oven by, I don't know, later tonight, tomorrow, depending on Srulli Meyer's work schedule. By the way, I handed over Breaking Bread Oven in terms of the posting and the comments and the the just the, the whole aspect of community to Srulli Meyer. He is a genius. And I mean that wholeheartedly. You can find him on Srulli Cooks. That's on Instagram. And he is a one-man anti-Semitism police officer on TikTok. If you have a social media outlet that needs better exposure, I highly recommend him. It's also National Parental Involvement Day. If you're not involved in your kids' lives, you really should be, and you can start today. That is the day to start. And National Princess Day. Not sure it goes along with Mickey Mouse and that whole thing, but shout out to all the Wallach princesses. Now that I have my fortune cookie, let's do today's fortune cookie. And again, there's no fortune in the fortune cookie. What is happening? Oh my gosh, it's like an epidemic. Oh, sorry, we did that already. Here's, let's do this one. Let's do this one. This has one. This has a fortune cookie. How do you produce fortune cookies that have no fortunes? It's then just a cookie. Okay, one second. Here's this one. The glass is not half empty. It's just twice too big. All right. I don't know. I sort of feel like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. 
glass half empty. We've been working with that whole metaphor for years. Why are you breaking that and putting it back together with this? I don't know. Weak job, Confucius. Weak job. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Segal Network. And I teased on social media that we'd be talking about Thanksgiving and Hanukkah, but not from the angle you'd necessarily expect with me. Because while I'm happy to talk about food and swap recipes and ideas, today we're taking a different angle. Last week I gave a plug for Masbia, that's masbia.org, on my show to remind people that this is a time to give. And today... Today, I'm joined by Benjamin Siegel. He's Deputy Chief of Staff at Met Council. MetCouncil.org. If you're not familiar with what Met Council's work is and their mission is, you're about to find out. But you can check out their website. If you are someone in need, if you are someone who is struggling, Met Council can help. Benjamin, good morning. Good morning. How are you, Miriam? I am well, and thank you for taking the time to join us. I really appreciate it. I, I want to do... 30 to 60 seconds on who Met Council is, because while Met Council is a staple here in New York, we have a lot of, you know, out of New York listeners. So give everyone that soundbite of what Met Council does. Well, what we mainly do is we feed the poor um, and we feed those who are in need and we feed those who are struggling. And during COVID, we've nearly doubled in size. That's um, unbelievable. Before, yeah. Before the pandemic, we were serving... Uh, about 200,000 people a year, and now we're serving closer to 400,000 people a year. Uh, that's across 150 food pantries all across New York City. Uh, we have a lot of other departments, including a uh, domestic violence awareness department, a, uh, a crisis department that helps people who are going through crisis uh, that, like, they cannot pay their rent for a month or they need help affording food for that month for whatever reason. Uh, and their family, we also help people sign up for government benefits that need and uh, we just we do a little bit of everything, and uh, we do everything that everything that we do we do as best as we possibly can. We want to make sure that those in the community are taken care of. That's that's really what Met Council is. And and just to mention one other service that that to me is is so important is the Holocaust Survivor Program because there there are listeners who are either children or grandchildren of survivors who don't realize that there is a specific program that Met Council provides specifically for our survivors. Yeah, uh, that's a great point. And uh, if I was given 90 seconds of the intro, I would have gotten there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just joking. But uh, the Holocaust Survivor Program has been something we've been doing here for about 10 years. And during COVID, we immediately rented an additional warehouse uh, out in Brooklyn and we made boxes with some of the best food you've ever seen. It's not, it's not food. It's food that you and your family and my family and anyone else uh, would eat, you know, the high, highest quality ingredients, highest quality food, fresh bread, fresh fish, eggs, chicken, all that. And every single day we would pack up these boxes and in, in uh, partnership with Uber, actually, it was a big partner of ours, we would deliver them to the homes of Holocaust survivors. We are still doing that. Uh, we are doing thousands of deliveries every single week in partnership with um, with the delivery services, including Arrow and the TLC, when they had no one riding in their taxis. Um, we were working with them uh, to be able to get the deliveries out to people, and it has been an amazing program, and it keeps increasing as people find out about it. We are adding more and more survivors to the weekly and biweekly deliveries, and it's something that has been you know, really an amazing program that has allowed those that, that want to eat with dignity and those that have gone through the worst thing 
uh, ever to be able to eat and uh, and enjoy their life in dignity. You know, not to use two words that I really hope to never use anymore, but talk about pivoting in unprecedented times. All of what you just mentioned seems to me to be literally an offshoot of the need of meeting the needs of the community during a time where meeting those needs seems nearly impossible. Yeah, we uh, we we early on. Uh, our CEO's uh, forward-thinking individual, David Greenfield, he he said to us in early March, "We have to get a second warehouse, and we have to we have to make sure that we're able to help people because in a month from now, people will not know where to turn, and we have to be ready uh, and be that place that people can go to." And we worked day and night for that entire month of March, as did a lot of people, to just try to figure it out, and we did, and we were able to get the second warehouse, and we were able to get as much food as we possibly could into it. Obviously, as you know, at that time there was a supply chain crisis because everyone was buying everything off the shelves, as there is now. Um, And we were able to foresee that and get as much food in as possible. So for the entire month of March and April, which is uh, of 2020, which is what we call our Super Bowl, uh, because it's right before the, uh, it's right before Pesach, you know, we were dealing with the fact that the crisis was coming and Pesach was coming and the need was significantly more. You know, we always like to talk about here that there were people in, in that time who, you know, do relatively well. You had accountants, you had, you know, small business owners who, thank God, during the year and even for Pesach can generally meet their needs. But when there's no cash flow coming in for a month right before Pesach, which when if you own a shoe store or you own a clothing store in a heavily Jewish area, that's when most of your money is coming in and you had to be closed for a month and you don't have that cash flow, you can't make it through Pesach. There's no way to do it. And we were able to help people like that as well. I think that that need is also important because you don't want people who are stable and who are financially uh, able to get through a typical year to start completely falling behind because of one, you know, bad one bad month. And that's that was one of the things we were really proud of as well. We were able to keep a lot of people on their feet during that time. Benjamin, you are making such an important point that I, that I want to go back over it a second. It's not just, um, you know, it, it's a little bit like somebody who's lost their balance. You want somebody who's lost their balance to regain their balance on their own, but you're going to put out your arm and your hand to give them that stability until they can stand up. And and I, I think that that metaphor for the moment just works because you identified, Met Council identified an entire segment of our population who would otherwise be standing on their own. They'd be fine. And you don't want them to fall down and you know they're not going to need you or hopefully won't need you for a long time, but you were able to give them the support they needed for that finite amount of time. Who, you know, how were you able, I guess two questions sort of, how were you able to recognize that demographic and just give them the support they needed quickly? And also, just how large is that demographic? Yeah, that's those are some great questions. So I'll start with we had a few avenues of addressing this issue, especially before Pesach of 2020. First was uh, we have a unique relationship with Visa where we have uh, certain, um, let's say, gift cards that are not obviously gift cards. That we call them food cards here, uh, where, where they are programmed to only work at supermarkets. Uh, and working with our partners there, we've had for a long time, we do these food card programs for every Pesach. We are able to attain uh, significantly more of them uh, for last year um, and able to give it to people who, who can go to a supermarket and, you know, they were up to uh, $500, which could be a significant amount of money when you're, especially when you're struggling to get through it, uh, to get through the, uh, the Pesach holiday. 
Uh, and we were able to get those into their hands. And we were also, as we, you know, as I mentioned earlier, we had procured a significant amount of chicken and a significant amount of eggs, and we were able to find them. And honestly, people came to us. People came to us saying, hey, uh, this is just a tough year, and, you know, we need a little extra help. And we worked with a lot of community partners and a lot of elected officials um, and a lot of different organizations to identify uh, these people who were generally financially stable, but at that time needed a little bit of extra help. And the greatest part of it is that this year, those people who are, thank God, doing much better, and it's been a, you know, a, a good economy in a lot of ways, so we've seen a lot of people start to give back oh. um, for for the efforts that we put in last year, which is always an amazing thing. And, um, you know, we're, we're always there to help anybody, and it's always great when we're able to, when those people are able to turn around and give back. That is, that is, that's amazing. That's amazing that people are, people are looking back and saying thank you. I mean, so many times, and I'm sure you have numerous, numerous examples of this, and frankly, I can't imagine Met Council expects the thank you. That's not how you're surviving, and that's certainly not how you're operating. But for somebody to turn around and say, again, I took your hand when I needed it, and now I'm standing fine, thank you so much, and giving back, that's got to be exceedingly rewarding. Yeah, it's it's a very nice feeling when you see... um contributions like that come in and you see people uh, calling the office, calling the, the amazing staff that we have here who worked, I mean, who continue to work, but at that time worked some, at some point 18, 20 hours mm. a day uh, just to get through the pandemic. And they come in uh, and they tell these stories. Uh, it's it's an amazingly rewarding feeling. Unbelievable. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm joined by Deputy Chief of Staff Benjamin Siegel representing Met Council. You can find them at metcouncil.org. At the top of the Met Council website, there is a blue button, a pale blue button that says donate. Giving what you can is all anyone asks. All anyone asks. As my as my siblings used to stay around Hanukkah, all donations are gratefully accepted, whether it's $5, whether it's $50, no matter what denomination you can give, metcouncil.org. Listen to this interview and be inspired and be a part of it. MetCouncil.org. You can help feed someone. I mean, this is direct help. You can help feed someone this Thanksgiving and this Hanukkah. So let's talk about that because I have to imagine this is not your busiest time of year, but but because of the confluence of these two holidays overlapping, it's got to be a little bit more of a draw than usual. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, it's not. It's it's definitely a busy time of year. Uh, obviously, Pesach is. Uh, before Pesach and before Rosh Hashanah are our uh, two biggest times of the year, but this is a very important time of the year. It's a very important time uh, for many people in and out of the uh, in and out of the community who are really struggling. And you know, we hope to make it a just a, just a better Thanksgiving. And you know, it's funny. Right before this call, I was on a call because we're you know in the process of of getting all the turkeys into the warehouse, getting them in, getting them out right now. And I asked innocently the a uh, person in charge of procurement, what the price difference is in turkeys from this year to last year, and he said to me that la- that this year, that last year, turkeys were two sixty nine a pound, and this year they are three and a half dollars a pound. It's a thirty percent increase. It's a real amount of money, and it's something that you know, if if a family had a stable income from year to year, and now they're seeing a thirty percent increase in their turkey per pound, that is a significant amount of money. 
And there are people who, who cannot afford that and want to be able to have a beautiful Thanksgiving with their family. And we're able to provide that for them. And we work with hundreds of different partners in all different communities uh, around New York City to make sure that those turkeys get out. But it is a very expensive, uh, it's a very expensive project. It's a very rewarding project, but it's something that you know people don't realize that the price increases just because we're a charity doesn't mean that we don't have to pay the additional uh, prices of the of uh, of turkeys. And I think that we we are doing it, and I think it's important. And we understand that, especially around this time of year, the holidays, it's very important that people are enjoying it and having the foods that represent those holidays, but we, you know, it's, it's hard. It's a very big lift, and we're definitely encouraging people, as you mentioned a moment ago, to go online and support us to make sure that we can continue doing this work. You know, Benjamin, I went to the supermarket this morning, and I, thank God, do not need the help of Met Council. I was in absolute shock at the increase of prices that I, that I was looking at in the meat department, in the, I, in the meat and the poultry department. I literally stood there. And I'm feeding my family, and thank God we can feed our family. But I'm looking at these prices, going, "There's got to, there's got to be a typo, like <laughs> something. There's got to be a number wrong. I'm not a numbers person, but there's got to be a number wrong." And I literally said to the gentleman who was stocking the shelves, "I said, um, are these, are these prices right?" And he looked at me like I was crazy. Now I understand there's been an increase across the board, supply chain, the whole thing. I get it. I'm listening to every interview and every update. I get it. But still, as the consumer, it is daunting even when you can support your family. <laughs> yep. It, it was it was stunning to me. It was absolutely, absolutely stunning to me. And again, you're making the point before that you're you're enabling Met Council is enabling people to live life with dignity. I wrote those words down as soon as you said it. Living life with dignity. That is such an important part of the mission of Met Council that again, all the products are top quality. All of the way every way that the food is being delivered to people in need is being done with the utmost of care and concern. Like you have to be so proud of the work you're doing. I know you're working like a dog. I, I know you're working like a dog, and everyone there is working like a dog. But you have to be so proud of the work you're doing because you are enabling people to live life with dignity. Yes, it's a, it's a great way to fall asleep at night, knowing that we are <laughs> able to help people and hearing the stories of people that we helped. And I, and I think just to jump off the point of, of helping people with dignity, one of the things that we did when we came in, um, and by we I mean uh, the CEO, David Greenfield, I, I joined him when he came on, um, was that we launched the um, Digital Food Pantry, which is uh, Fresh Direct for food pantries, where you can go online, you can order your food, you pick it, it's packaged by volunteers, and you pick it up and you're out. And the model of having people wait online for hours and hours and hours, which has been the historical practice, mm. is, is, no, is in a lot of our pantries no longer the practice. And we're able to help a lot more people, and we're able to do it with dignity. And honestly... A lot of people who are living, uh, who are living below the poverty line, who are living in a time where they need this type of food, they don't have four hours to wait online. Mm. It's a full-time job. There's a lot to do. You have to. There's there's a lot of things that you have to do, and they, there is not enough time to do it. So when when you say to someone, "Hey, you're going from a four-hour line to a five, you know, to a two to three-minute wait." outside just to make sure that we get your proper bag like you would or I would or anyone else would in a regular supermarket, that, that is a big, big game changer for them, not only in terms of dignity, which it's a huge game changer, but it's also in terms of the time that it takes 
for them to go to the pantry. And families that wouldn't have gone to the pantry beforehand, that were that didn't have the time to go and wait online for four hours, are now able to go and pick up their package and have enough food for their entire family. And I think that's also one of the things that we're really, really proud of, is that people not only get to get served with dignity, but they have the time to get what they need. That's so important. But yeah, I mean, let me ask you this question. It might sound totally crazy, but I know how I feel about it, and you being in your line of work, I can only imagine. But when you have to throw out leftovers from Shabbos, when there's just too much food and some of it's got to go in the garbage, how crazy does it make you? Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'd say a 10. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I, completely, I completely hear it. MetCouncil.org is where you can go to donate to feed people. You're literally feeding people. I can't stress this enough. It is a tremendous resource. And by the way, for people in New York, they should understand that we're talking about all five boroughs or we're talking about the state. So we mostly operate in the five boroughs. We have a couple of expansions into the Westchester area that we're uh, starting in a couple of other pilots, but we mostly serve the five boroughs. Uh, we definitely serve the edge of the island, uh, the JCC of Rockaway uh, Peninsula, and um, you know other locations that do serve the outskirts of New York City and the and the close suburbs of New York City. We focus on the city, um, and there is there is significant significant need in New York City. And as you were saying a moment ago, food is the basic need. All the other organizations, there are plenty that do amazing work. I support them. I support them personally. I think they're great, but food is the basic need. And being able to feed someone at the end of the day really is allowing them to just sustain themselves. And I think that's very important. And and we've we've really expanded the model and we say that we allow them to sustain themselves with dignity. But yeah, that's, that's our goal. How do people sign up? If you're if you're listening now and you're a person in the five boroughs who is in need um, there, there is help available. You're listening to it now. There is help available. How does someone sign up? Who does someone contact? Yeah, for sure. If you need any sort of help um, in any of the services that we mentioned earlier, you can go onto our website. You can go onto our services, and there's a Get Help button with every number for all the different uh, departments that we have here. I will give you the uh, Food Network number on the air because that's what we've spent the bulk of our time talking about, but uh, metcouncil.org slash get-support, metcouncil.org slash get dash of support or the number is 212-453-9539. Again, that's 212-453-9539. And we really can help with a myriad of services. And also, if you're obviously able to donate or to contribute or if you even want to volunteer, uh, we have a significant number. We have thousands of volunteers every year who come to help us. There's a uh, volunteer application on our website. Someone will be in contact with you, and obviously a donate button as well. Well, again, metcouncil.org. Do your part, folks. Do your part. We all have to take care of each other. Remember, that could be you who needs the assistance. Benjamin, I thank you so much for sharing uh, your time with us this morning. And on behalf of everyone, my appreciation to Met Council for all that you do. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me. Absolutely, my pleasure. You're listening, you've been listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. We have a full day of programming that continues in just a few moments. Of course, at the top of the hour, at the top of the hour is the live lunch hosted by Nahum Siegel. Then we have a full day of programming. Throwback Thursday starts at 1 p.m. Encore of JM Rewinds at 4 p.m. Arab Shabbos show hosted by Mark Zomik at 7 p.m. Of course, tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., 
Join Nahum as he hosts JM in the AM. And then, of course, we have the Arab Shabbos music mix continuing to go up until candlelighting here in the New York area, brought to you by our friends at Kedem. Matzei Shabbos of Army hosts Saturday Night Seagull starting at 9 p.m. Eastern. And then Matis hosts JM Sunday at 7 a.m. Sunday morning. Folks, I'm going to give another little plug for Met Council. I know this is unusual, and I'm usually just wrapping up the show right now, etc., etc. I, I, I can't stress this enough. Last week it was Maspia. Today it was Met Council. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say except for the fact that, heaven forbid, it should be you. Heaven forbid it should be me. That's really where I'm at in terms of pulling on your heartstrings and doing my part and trying to get everyone to give what they can. There, there are lots, lots of great organizations out there. Ben Yemen just spoke to that. There are wonderful organizations who do wonderful things. I'm asking you to support Med Council. Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Pesach. Trust me, they need the support all the time. But, but, but the support and the need is real. Please go to Met Council and do, and do what you can, metcouncil.org. And again, for those people who are not technologically savvy but do need help, the number for help is 212-453-9539. Today we close with a new song that I've become completely obsessed with. Thank you, Apple Music. Yes, I was playing another song, and then they suggested this one. And I'm like, sure, let's go for it. Well, I've been playing it on repeat obsessively for about four days now. My family's had enough of me. And, uh, yeah, I'm sharing it with you. This is this is Kacha Miyom Liyom, which I guess is pretty appropriate. Kacha Miyom Liyom by Idan Reichel. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys. Yom <laughs> le'yom Thank <laughs> Thank you. 
Sherazi 